Hey everybody, welcome to Bearded Baker Banter, the sports podcast. And we got NFL playoffs divisional rounds this week, boys. Welcome, Trent. Welcome, Trey. How's it going, fellas? Good to be back this week. Hi, everybody. Tyler, I'm glad you clarified that uh, title of what round it is. As a Raiders fan, I'm, I'm kind of unfamiliar with this point in the postseason. <laughs> so, heck, postseason in general, I'm not a, not not used to it. Did they add it, Super so. in front of this yet? Super divisional round? No, they, oh, they yeah. might, though. A couple years. Give it a couple years. I like yeah. outstanding divisional round. Yeah. Something wild. Fantastic. Fantastic <laughs> divisional round. That's good. Yeah. Any more synonyms? Thanks. Trying to think of a D word, but hmm. yeah, that one's hey. coming to mind for divisional. Get the alliteration, you know what I mean? Gotcha, gotcha. Yeah, but yeah. Super Wild Card Weekend isn't alliteration. Yeah, but maybe yeah, but I just think like a, a D alliteration would be catchy for All divisional. Right. You know so maybe I mean? Super Duper Divisional Weekend. Ooh, wow! <laughs> All right, I like that actually. Right. I like We're that marketing a lot. it. We're marketing it. All right, now let's uh, let's get into some stuff here, guys. We got a lot of games to talk about from last week, so we'd like to touch on a little bit and recap some of the Super Wild Card Weekend, uh, which whew, was super full of points in a lot of the games, to be honest with you. I did find it kind of interesting that I felt like, and I don't have any stats on this, but I did feel like unders hit a lot this year in football, NFL, uh, and I felt like the overs got slaughtered. Uh, this past weekend, it was there was a lot of blowouts. There really wasn't a whole lot of tight games, to be honest with you, which I'd say surprised me a little bit. But uh, yeah. any thoughts? You guys want to go game to game here, and we'll just kind of give some input. Yeah, I mean, Tyler, you were you were kind of right though when you said. I mean, these Super Wild Card Weekend games have a tradition of being blowouts. Um, only not since of the four years they've expanded the playoff, only nine games have been decided by one score or less. Wow. It's pretty, that's, that's pretty crazy if you think about it. It's a playoff game, and what, a quarter of them are only within a, a touchdown or less? Like, that's right, crazy. Right. Yeah, that's pretty – that's interesting. But, yeah, it was yeah. definitely a lot of blowouts. Um, we'll start up with the Texans and the Browns game, which, interestingly enough, I know I said on the podcast I'd pick the Browns, and I also picked the Browns on our board, but in our actual pick em thing, I did pick the Texans, uh, interestingly mm-hmm. enough. But – I did not Trey, see the Browns getting blown. Trey, we, Trey, we convinced them via last week's episode. You know, we uh, probably, you know, we told them why it was going to happen. You know, Flacco throwing picks. Matter of fact, two yeah. pick, two pick sixes. Yeah, Trey did um, say that. Yeah, I mean, I don't know if you guys saw the viral video going around of of D'Amico Ryan's literally telling that linebacker, he goes, yeah. "Hey, if you sit right here." Sit right here, eyes on the quarterback. You know, follow his eyes out into the flats or wherever his receiver's going in the slot. And boom, pick six. It was like, it was almost like D'Amico shared the script with him. You know, yeah, like yeah, it was, uh, it was, uh, it was pretty remarkable. But you know what? I, I wasn't surprised. I think uh, I'll tell you what. I, I think what what was cool about that playoff matchup, I think, was it was basically, hey, winner gets winner gets coach of the year. Yeah, in my opinion, I see that. and I, th- I think although I mean Stefanski works some miracles out. I mean, you're finishing the year with what, like your third or fourth quarterback, and it's a guy that is coming from being, you know, the the, the carpool dad for his his yeah. kids going to school. So you know, congrats to him, respect to him. But um, yeah, I mean, Texans are Texans are are huge winners right now. Like yeah. they're making. 
you know, one, they're still in the playoffs. Two, they went from worst to first in that division, I believe. And, you know, day by day goes by, and it seems like, hey, good job. You got rid of Deshaun Watson, who's a little tainted, no pun intended. But um, <laughs> I'm glad you said that because I was hoping you did it. <laughs> but uh, <laughs> to each his own. But um, but yeah, I mean the 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 load of draft picks that they got from that trade and the talent that they have right now, the Texans might be a, a force to reckon with in the yeah. near like for a long time because it looks like they got their their franchise guy, yeah. you know and. I feel like that's always been kind of the the missing piece for them down yeah. there. Is granted, Deshaun Watson had a year or two where it was like, "Wow, he's really good," but I don't know. I I hope it works out for them. Yeah, and I think you you mentioned the Texans being a threat for the next couple of years. I think the AFC South as a whole looks looks pretty scary up and coming here. I mean, if Anthony Richardson comes back healthy and is able to play like he did before he got hurt, you add the Colts into that mix. The only question mark is the Titans and, and where they're gonna. They're good, like where they're heading, but yeah. the Jags are already kind of established, even though they they melted down. But yeah, I mean, the Texans got a bright future with CJ Stroud and that head coach D'Amico Ryan's. Um, they looked impressive. They looked way more disciplined and, and just motivated than the Browns did. And I don't know if it's just because of the long season and, and everything the Browns have been through, but um, yeah, it was it was it was fun to watch and how exciting the young Texans look. Yeah, and correct me if I'm wrong. I mean, they also improved their defense too in the draft this past year. So, yeah, Will Anderson. I mean, it, yeah. it obviously paid off. With you know, people are like, "Oh my gosh, can you believe they're making this move? Double picks and everything else." I, I, I think. I mean, the biggest steal, not even steal, because he was projected, but C.J. Stroud working out the way that he worked out and the way that he carries himself on and off the field. I think that that is. I think that is the X factor. Right. You know, there's there's talks of him saying they're saying that he might have had the greatest rookie season ever for a quarterback. He's he's up there in tops in terms of numbers. Right. So, yeah, I, I could see that. But, yeah, congrats to the Texans, man. That was that was pretty cool to see. I mean, you're almost I'm not saying you're going. Was it worse? Were they worse last year? They were they were the worst in their division. OK, but I mean, they're they're record. I think, they're, I think they were pretty close to worse if they weren't. Might have been I know the Panthers were. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I don't know. Yeah. Uh, p- p- no, Panthers. <clears throat> Panthers traded up with Chicago. I think Chicago was worse last year. Okay. Panthers oh. traded. That's why they they had that huge. I mean, it's one of the worst trades I think in the history of the NFL <laughs> right now. Um, where they the Panthers traded to get the first pick. Yeah. To draft Stroud. Yeah, that's okay. that's pretty interesting. Right. Yeah. All right. Uh, moving to the next game here to recap a little bit. Our- Sorry, let me backtrack there. That was to draft um, Bryce Young. Bryce Young. Yeah. Bryce Young. I apologize. Yeah. Uh, next game we had was the Dolphins and the Chiefs uh, in the Frozen game, uh, which was pretty wild. Boring. Uh, yeah. Oh, yeah. I, I think that's a very good way to put it. Just straight up boring. I mean, it was it was a dud. I mean. I mean, I'm 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 glad they didn't cancel the game because remember we said there was there was talk of that. I mean, crazy low temperatures. I mean, heck, they said there's a a good amount of people that actually had to be treated for frostbite. Yeah, um, probably probably that guy with the shirt off. I mean, I would imagine yeah. that he probably got frostbite pretty quick. But I want I want to start this recap with a with a, a question for you guys: true or false? 
the Dolphins have a chance at going to the Super Bowl with Tua as their quarterback. Okay. Uh, true. <clears throat> I'm going to say false. Okay. Can I give you my, my basis for my true answer? Yeah. For sure. Yeah. Is there, there are quarterbacks that have made it to the Super Bowl that are not nearly in the same realm as Tua simply because of their defense. If, if he can get a good defense around him and they keep a weapon or two, and with Mike McDaniels there, Tua absolutely has the skill to take a defense like the Browns or the Ravens to the Super Bowl. I, I mean, how can you say so. that about a defense, though? I mean, their defense so, was phenomenal. They just had a ton of injuries at the end of the year. Yeah, exactly, and then it turned it not phenomenal. That's <laughs> yeah, so Trey. If I said if I said Tua will lead Miami to a Super Bowl, would you still say true? Like he, he himself is that what, like, what do you mean? Like, like he, he will lead. He'll be the he'll be the the franchise quarterback to lead that. Like he'll be the leader. I mean, even if your defense, wow. even well, if your defense is the reason you're there, you're still you still have to have a quarterback that's a, a leader there. So now, right? That that changes my answer a little bit because you asked okay. could he? And I yeah, do so think I, he could. I should have changed it. I should have said Tua will lead the Miami Dolphins to a Super Bowl. Yeah, see that that, that makes the question a lot harder. Um, okay, I don't know Who, who's to say that. <laughs> Yeah, I think there's too many variables to say true in that in that instance. I, but I'm I'm still and I know you know I talked about it at the beginning there you know but I don't think he's going to play that long in the NFL. And I'm not saying he's going to have some sort of injury or get hurt. I just think from a from a health perspective, I think he'll step away from the game earlier than some people might uh, because of injury stuff. That's just my opinion. I I don't think he'll be around long enough. Do you, do you think, though, too, like, how harsh – like, I, I get it. He played like crap, right? You guys would agree? Yeah. He yeah. played like crap. I mean, he's he gets torn apart in the in the media and the critics, in my opinion. He does. Uh, and it was totally different in college because I feel like in college, it was like he was the wonder boy, right? He was right. the, oh, my gosh, Tua is the answer. He's a, a, fen- a phenom. Like, and now in the That's NFL, he's – and I think that's why, though, is because he was this wonder boy, high expectation quarterback that's average now in the NFL, and they want and people expect more. I wouldn't say he's average. I think that's... He led the league in passing yards. He's not average. He's better than average. Yeah. All right. Yeah. Who's, who's better though, Trey? <laughs> yeah. Trey Jalen Hurts or Tua? Wow, that's a that's a tough question. Really? Okay. With the same with the yeah, I don't know. That's I think they're very comparable though. Okay. I'm I'm taking Hurts. Wow. It's the the running the running threat. Yeah, but he's, Tua's got Hertz such a better throwing threat. Either. Ah, I, well, that's what matters for a quarterback is can you make every throw on the field consistently? I don't know. I mean, it's tough. I just it was watching him play in the cold was like I thought it was embarrassing. Like you're gonna when when you're in the playoffs, I know you are. You know, used to that Miami weather. What was it like, sixty some degrees? And then they go and you know they land in Kansas City, and it's negative thirty wind chill. But like, you have to realize at some point in time in the NFL playoffs, unless you can secure the one seed, you are going to have to play a cold weather game. And I don't know. I mean, for as good as they were this year, I think they have what one win, one win over a a five hundred team. Yeah. which was simply the Dallas Cowboys. Right. And we, you know, I mean, how real were they? Right. So 
I think I think you know looking at the other side of the coin here too with the Chiefs, I mean they put up twenty six points. Twelve of those points were from the field goal kicker. Like Mahomes, you know he was all right. Twenty three for forty one, two sixty two and a touchdown, with an eighty three point six passer rating. But like, I I don't know. I they're just. I know they won, and I know it's, oh, it's the Chiefs in the playoffs. I I just, I think, and this getting into, you know, this week's stuff, which we'll talk about a little bit later, I just don't, I don't think they're what they used to be. And now there is some speculation, too, that there's a potential of Andy Reid possibly retiring. Jeez. No chance, so, no Jay chance. Baker, news here first. Oh, boy. <laughs> no, yeah, but when it, to, to speak on Andy Reid, I think that game as a whole – um, he he really like outcoached Mike McDaniel's. Yeah. And I know the weather was a factor, but yeah. I mean the experience that it, it just kind of shone through in the game in general. Yeah. Um, Frozen the Chiefs players are they, right. Yeah, yeah. The uh, what's oh man, the Lorax. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it's a good call. Um, no, I just think that you could just tell the experience, the difference <laughs> in that. Um, even with this this freezing cold weather game, I know the Dolphins aren't used to it, but Andy Reid and the guy they looked ready. They looked ready to play. Um, they were throwing the ball all over the first drive, which no one expected, I'm sure. Right. So, um, yeah, I think just the prep the prep that Andy Reid had for his guys uh, really just outcoached Mike McDaniel's. Yeah, that's true. All right, let's. I move. also think on. Oh, I also think Rasheed Rice could emerge as like the guy for the Chiefs. Yeah, he, he the wideout that they're looking for. Well, he, look, he, he looks pretty good. He does, as long as he continues to catch the ball, because that's their biggest bugaboo there. Yeah. Um. All right. Moving to the next game here was one of our favorite games. Uh, this was the Packers and Cowboys. Uh, Packers very dominant with forty-eight to thirty-two. Uh, I will say on record that I was the only one of us three that picked them to win. Just throwing yeah. it out there. Yeah, and uh, <laughs> I mean, we just we just have the Cowboys number. <laughs> yeah, I mean, when I when I bought stake in the in the Packers and became part owner, uh, I guess I inherited two other franchises: the Bears and the Cowboys. Ooh, so, all right. Um, no, I'm just, <laughs> just kidding. <laughs> no, but no. In all seriousness, though, uh, the Packers played like a team that had nothing to lose. I thought. I um, see. I di- I disagree with that. I feel like they played like a team that actually has been winning all season. They ran yeah, the right well, plays. Uh, they made the right throws. Jordan Love made the right passes. Like, I, yeah, I don't think Tyler, I, I, I truly think they're playing free and stress free because, like, why are, they shouldn't be there? They have no business being in the playoffs. Well, and I mean, we we've so outperformed our expectations. It's it, it, we're playing with house money at this point. Um, yeah, no doubt they definitely outperformed. I mean, I think the Alexander possible injury is you know a red flag possibly heading into this week. Um, I think, I don't know what his practice looked like. I know he's kind of questionable right now, but I mean, that could be an X factor, but I mean, it does take us to the point to not even just with the Packers. What the hell is with the Cowboys? Like, I don't, I mean, they put up 32 points, but let's be honest. That was a lot of dog crap points at the end, you know, where I think at one point the Packers even pulled their starters and then they scored and the Packers were like, oh, well, yep, let's actually get them back in there. <laughs> but like, yeah. I, I don't know, man. It's it's that, you know, the Cowboys and their fans, and this is our year. It's like, no, it's not. And I think the real question, I know, you know, the big question was McDaniel. 
um, which Jerry Jones has come out and defended him and said that, hey, you know, we're going to... McCarthy, McCarthy. Oh, yeah, sorry, McCarthy. Um, came out, defended him, and said he's our guy. But I think, you know, listening to Tone Diggs on the Pat McAfee podcast pointed out a couple different things about Mike McCarthy. Mike McCarthy in the playoffs, 167, 102. Um, he is 11 and 11. Sorry, not in the playoffs. 167, 102 and 2 is his record. 11 and 11 in the playoffs in the Super Bowl. All right, Mike Tomlin, 173, 102, 8 and 10 in the playoffs, one Super Bowl. Sean Payton, 160 and 98, playoffs, 9 and 8, one Super Bowl. John Harbaugh, 160 and 99, playoffs, 11 and 9, one Super Bowl. I mean, Mike McCarthy isn't that far off of these guys. And, you know, a lot, you know, he gets a lot of criticism. I mean, mostly because the fact that he's coaching in Dallas, which people consider America's team. But I I don't know. I, I don't think McCarthy's the problem. I think what you saw was playoff Dak again. And I've been saying this for years. He's a great, you know, he's great at doing, you know, things and making, you know, here and there, game to game. But I'll tell you what. If you want a consistent quarterback that's going to, you know, win you playoff games and stay poised, not get shaken, it's not Dak. Yeah, uh, Tyler, he is uh, Tony Romo 2.0. It's a perfect, perfect comparison. And it's perfect crazy that they're coming from the same franchise because yep. Tony Romo, he, he was a great quarterback in yep. the regular season. like Tons of records. Bowler. Yep. Yeah. Um, and same with Dak. I mean, Dak's had great seasons in the NFL, including this year. But when it comes to the postseason, it's just always, like, mishap after mishap. Like, I don't know. It, 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 you're right. It's it's crazy to, to watch Dak have a potential MVP year and then just play a game like that. Laying egg, yeah. And, and not only that, but C.D. Lamb looked so uninterested in being there. Totally agree. Like, I, what was – yeah. did something happen before the game or what? Because I, I truly didn't – I didn't understand his, his demeanor watching yeah. him that whole game. A good question. I, mean, I don't know if he's frustrated with Dak or what, but that that was quite obvious. He was unhappy and didn't want to be in that game. It's a good thing that the Dallas Cowboys didn't ask Dak Prescott to hold the ball on an extra point or a field goal. <laughs> you guys remember, right? remember Tony Romo? Oh yeah, and guys God, in Seattle. But, sorry, sorry, Cowboys fans, if you're listening. Um, <laughs> yeah, I, I think Ryan Hauser, who was at our house for that game, remember yeah, that? Yeah, I'm, I'm yes, not apologizing yeah. to Cowboys fans as a Niner guy. Yeah, um, I, I think the I think the guy that stands out the most to me is is Matt Lafleur. I think Matt Lafleur called the the one of the best games ever. Yeah, and I think I think that is where the Packers season has changed. If you recall early in the year, there was not much trust between LaFleur and Love. Uh, not not like there was controversy between the two, but I mean, I, I even look back, probably the one game that I watched the most was the Packers Raiders, right? Mm-hmm. That was, I mean, our team's playing. And it was just kind of like you could see that there was just so many restrictions, like no risk taking, nothing downfield at all. And quite frankly it's it's kind of scary to see how similar just every like throwing mannerism from his feet to the flick of his wrist uh between love and aaron Rodgers. like it's it is literally i mean there's times where where he's doing exactly what rogers used to do where his feet aren't even on the ground and he's just you know that that unique follow-through that rogers always has 
on a ball downfield, you know, putting that little touch on it. So it's, I, I thought Matt LaFleur just, he, he picked apart a Dallas defense that thrives on turnovers, right? If Dallas forces a turnover, you know, usually they can pile it on. And, and one, love didn't turn the ball over, but two, Matt LaFleur called a hell of a game. And they have a trust now, and it's taking the next step. They are, I know their record is what it is, and I know you say they're young, they're young, you're young. You're not young anymore. You know, you got a full season under your belt. You got a playoff win on the road, which is a hell, hell. Let's put it. Hey, here, you want to go statistics wise? I know it's a stupid statistic, but Patrick Mahomes hasn't proven he can win a road playoff game yet. So, you know, Jordan Love has one in Dallas against a 15 win streak in Dallas. So, props to them. I'm not sleeping on those Packers, man. You're also missing an X factor, though, is Jordan Love. Yeah, he played a great game. Aaron Jones was a monster. Yeah. Okay. Aaron Jones was an absolute monster, and he and which was also smart for Lafleur because guess what Dallas's defensive line and defense really prides himself on not stopping the run. All right, they're pass rush specialists. All right, Mm -hmm. which is just allowing all these gaps and holes for Aaron Jones to just pick his hole and go. I mean, Aaron Jones. Aaron Jones. Nothing like, pick, nothing like picking your hole, huh? <laughs> 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 but you're right, Ty. He did. He three touchdowns, man. That was whew. Yeah. Hey, Packers just... poured it on. Heck of a game. I, I love it. It was so quick. It was over so quick. Yeah. Twenty one nothing right away. It was like, yep. Aaron Aaron Jones averages the most yards since the Cowboys in ed- of any running back in history. Interesting. Minimum of three games. Uh, next game. You guys good with that game? Yep. Next game, yep. We'll recap real quick, is the Rams and the Lions. Obviously, a lot of storylines here. Um, personally, I was I was pretty happy to see the Lions basically hold them off. Because, <laughs> yeah. you know, they scored early. They scored quick. I think it was the first three drives. They had 21 points. It was like three 75-yard drives. And then, what, three points after that. It was like, uh, guys, don't forget, you still have to score points. But, I mean, the game itself had a total of nine points in the second half, which is relatively low. Um, it definitely was fast and furious early on, and then it just kind of, you know, turned into a, sl- a slugfest there with a couple of punts and stuff. But, yeah, Lions 24-23, definitely cool to see. like to see Goff get his win against his former team. And I'm also not sure of the health of Stafford and Puka Nakua after some of those hits. For them to actually come back in the game was a little bit questionable so well, and that's, that was what i was gonna say is that stafford hand slash head injury um i feel like that could have impacted a big part of the game for sure because that the first the hand injury happened early yeah when he when he ricocheted off a helmet and i feel like that always happens to stafford he gets these crazy hand injuries during games yeah. they're important has to play through them but um overall i was i was thoroughly impressed with the rams yeah. I know you hate to hear that, Tyler, with them being your, in your division, but the Lions are, are pretty legit. And for them to stay within that game and, and really battle it out, yeah. uh, I, I said it before, but Sean McVay deserves a lot more credit than what he gets. Yeah, I think he needs a better defense. but Yeah, and they're getting there. I mean, I think they're poised to bounce back pretty well next year, mm-hmm. to be honest with you. Trent? I, I, you know, I want to bring up the topic of the, I guess it's the controversial now that we have the, you know, the, the mic'd up conversations. I mean, the hit on Higby by Joseph. Yeah. 
I mean, I'm an offensive coach, but I'm I'm going to ask you guys: dirtier, dirtier, or, or clean football play? Completely clean. What else is he supposed to do? Can't hit him. Say, can't hit him high. Uh, yeah, you're taught to hit him low. Do you, I mean, do you, do you risk a 15 yard penalty, or do you unfortunately go low and make a the tackle that the NFL wants to see? Apparently, yeah, that, that's kind of the the tough part. Is you know we get the the hits up top have long term you know consequences, but when you're encouraging them to go low like that, you know that's short term. Like these guys are now going to miss a whole season of their career, so. I think it's what the NFL asked for. Like, for Stafford to come up and say, yeah, 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 I saw your hit, but you're dirty. Like, right to Joseph, like, to say that. In the game, yeah. I'm like, I'm sorry, man. Like, I get, like, don't get me wrong. I respect that you have everybody's back. It's it's terrible to see, you know, one of your your teammates go down like that, especially because now his next season is threatened, too. But I I don't know. That just kind of frustrated me because I'm like, what do you want from these defensive backs that have to make a you know s- split second decision when you know if they don't if they're not aggressive and they're they're caught you know thinking mm-hmm. then they're beat yeah. right we always yeah. say you know if you're if you're still thinking about the play you're already a step and a half two steps slower than your opponent yeah. so it just it just drives me nuts that that there's even like conversation of like oh that was a dirty hit no it's it's what you are asking for you know, he goes. He doesn't go at his knee. He hits him in his thigh. Well, and like that's, that. Yeah, <laughs> that's MCDC defended him. And he's asking, yeah. like, is that a dirty hit? And he's like, that's how we teach him to tackle, like low, hard, and drive through the thigh, like just like you said, Trent. Like, yeah. It. What else is he supposed to do? I mean, yeah. I. I don't. If he goes, if he goes anywhere near the shoulders or head, he's getting flagged. Totally. Because... Even in the stomach. Yeah, he, he, well, well, yeah, that too. But even if you go like at the shoulder, your momentum, everything is going to make contact with the player's head. Yeah. It's inevitable. I mean, it. What your f- and go ahead. Sorry. No, I was going to say, and then and then you get a stupid fifteen yard penalty that extends the drive, moves you down the field. I I don't know. I, I'm. <laughs> you know I'm what? Frustrated at the refereeing in general, but you know what I, I think, think people the are failing. NFL calls this stuff. Yeah, you know what else What's people that? are failing to kind of look at with this hit too. If you watch that hit and you watch his foot, all right, his foot was really stuck in that turf. All right, oh. and it goes back to the grass versus the turf stuff. And yeah. nobody's talking about the turf stuff because if you watch it, his front part of his foot was completely stuck in there, did not move at all. That's why he tore his right. ACL. I mean, it's that can happen. That's why a lot of people. That can. I know. I'm not disagreeing with it, but it, it, it didn't well, move. Hold on. But the grass, the grass is more likely to give out and cause like a, a divot or anything. Yep. Trent, let's yeah. put it this way: for the Olympics, when they come to LA, they're replacing all of the turf stadiums with grass for the soccer games. Well, that's Stadium that's games. because their their actual ball moves on it, and it's going to move <laughs> a total different speed on turf than it is grass. Like that's a, that's that's a total different different Ooh. sport there, Trey. So, I don't know, it, it is. It is. All I'm saying is, if they're willing to do that for a, a one year of the Olympics, why not prevent injuries? You see, I don't. So I don't players. think there's. I, I know there's like oh the most recent study, but then there's also contradicting studies where the the statistics vary too much. I don't think there's a clear cut. There's a clear cut thing, but the thing is, is what makes your league all its money is the players. 
and it does seem like the players want grass. So the league's going to have to, you know, I'm, I'm sure players association's going to put their foot in the ground. Uh, once again, no pun intended, but, um, and they're going to, I think they're going to make that move. You're right. But it's going to be interesting because how are some of these enormous stadiums going to be able to manage grass? Yeah. You know, it's like, uh, I know like the Raiders no, and with, the card, all the billions of dollars the franchise gets, that's how you do it. True. But it might not be physically possible is what I'm saying. Uh, I know the Raiders, the Raiders and the Cardinals do have that type of, I don't know if any other stadiums, but I know they move their grass outside to get, you know, and then they wheel it, like it rolls inside. So those, those are, even though they're indoor stadiums, they do have real grass. So, right. But all right, let's go, all let's right. go next games. Yep, we got two left um, here real quick. We'll rattle them off. We got Steelers bills, uh, bills, obviously the winner at 31 to 17. That also looked like it was going to be a blowout early. Uh, they did let the Steelers yeah. back in a little bit. Um, I don't know. Josh Allen played a pretty, pretty good game. Yeah, yeah. I'm, I'm, you know, the game was good. It was, it was kind of tough. You know, four thirty on a work day. Uh, didn't even get to watch the first half, but I'm kind of glad I didn't. Once again, I, I thought this game was just boring. Yeah. I just, I don't know. I mean, maybe call, maybe you know. I know I'm not a fan of either team. Just thought it was a boring game. Yeah. Um, I just don't think. I don't know. I mean, I think with all the quarterback injuries this year, Steelers got in and it was like, oh, like, great. You know, like, I, I would have much rather have seen like a, a Richardson-led Colts team in the playoffs this year than, than that Steelers team. I mean, hell, even look at the Steelers. They didn't have, have uh, T.J. Watt, so they're now 1-11. But, you know, the, the good news out of that game was – I was reassured that I was being refunded on the beer bet since they actually moved it because my initial cap was what? based on the snow. Yeah, this is weird. Oh, we're not refunding the beer bet, dude. That is ridiculous. Oh, I saw the line the, didn't I change. If, the, any, the if, line didn't anything, change. if anything, it benefited the Steelers. Yeah. Guys, I'm, guys, I'm the kidding. Game. I'm kidding. Okay, okay relax. Good. Oh, man. Yeah, so put your bildos down and relax. Okay. Okay. No, but no, and, yeah, but Trent, I I am with you on this one. I think that this was debatably the least entertaining game, along with the Chiefs Dolphins. Um, I I did have time to watch it. I wasn't working on Monday, and I'll tell you what, I found myself doing other things besides watching the game because it was just so not entertaining. Yeah. Um, I know the the safety measures for travel, but you tell me that watching a game in a blizzard wouldn't have had probably one of the highest viewership on Sunday. Oh. Hundred percent. I would have. would have been. Everybody would have been tuning in just to see yeah. how bad the snow is. But okay, yeah. sure. And and big headline out of that game is how about them actually keeping Tomlin saying he's returning? Wasn't necessarily so, keeping Tomlin. It was more so he said he's staying. Right. So if anything, I was not in agreement with you guys saying they would trade Tomlin, but I think this makes it more likely to happen. Oh, you so you still think he's not coming back? You think he's getting traded? No, I think oh. he's saying he's he's sticking with the Steelers, maybe to help them a little bit, maybe okay. to like get a mutual deal for both the franchise and himself. But right. um, at first, I was not on board with it. But hearing that he said I'm returning to next for next year, okay. I kind of put, I don't know. I don't understand why. That's, that's exactly why. Trey. That's exactly what I said last week. 
was that he's he's going to get his deal with the Steelers, but still get traded. Yeah, because yeah, it'll be like a mutual, hey, we're going to take care of you since, you know, we have so much respect for you type deal. But, yeah, but go, I don't know. Go do your own thing, yeah. 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 All right, Eagles, Bucks. Eagles, Bucks. Woo. Anybody see that one coming? <laughs> no. <laughs> like, like, I mean, yes, I had... Yes, yes, but no. You know right. what I'm saying? Like... I was gonna I say just, I, I I had I had bucks plus three and a half. So dude, it is I mean, it is it was hard to it's hard to like picture as big of a downfall as the Eagles had this season. Yeah, like well, I Trey, I didn't Trey, Can I can I clarify <laughs> to our listeners how big of a downfall it was? Yeah, actually, <laughs> right ten ten and one, mm-hmm. right ten and one is what they were at before playing the San Francisco 49ers. And the Eagles were favored to win the NFC East before the season. They were favored to win the NFC conference as a whole before the season. And they lost six of seven to end the season. So uh, yeah. that's a pretty, that's a pretty big downfall. Yeah. Just to, before we get back on the game, trying to kind of add on to that. Eagles went 10 and one. Cowboys were 10 and three at one point. Dolphins were nine and three at one point. All of them are out of the playoffs. Packers yep. were three and six at one point. The Bucks were four and seven at one point, and the Texans were three and four, and they're all still of the still eight teams remaining. Yeah, <laughs> wow. that's just it's a it's a parody league, man. I, and not... I think the Bucks, Bucks surprised me probably most. I'm pretty sure I picked. Yeah. I think I picked the Bucks to finish last in the NFC or uh, yeah, the NFC. Um, you sure did, but yeah. What? Who said? Who said? Who said? Be aware of Baker and the Bucks in that yeah. preseason episode, boys. I'm guessing it was Trent. Yes, it was him. Oh, okay. It was me. Was, yeah, it's a good guess, Tyler. <laughs> yep. I'm just saying. You know, I'm just saying. But uh, yeah, yeah. I, I. You know, it was man. I, I. I'm just happy for Baker Mayfield. I know there's a lot of people that dislike him i don't i'm not really sure why maybe because he had a ton of commercials for a while and his play wasn't backing up you know the sponsorships but hey the guy's got two playoff wins yeah Yeah. so good for him and you know what coming in filling in for the best quarterback of all time tom brady and i honestly think they look better this year than they did last year oh yeah for sure it was and you know what's interesting too is um who said? I think somebody compared it. They're like, people hate Baker Mayfield because he's what Johnny Manziel was supposed to be. Yeah, and that's that's like, honestly who I think of when I see him. Yeah, it's it's because he's fiery, you know. Yeah, yeah. But all right, you guys ready? Yeah. Let before we get into, it, can I ask you? Guys, are we going coaching carousel right now? We, like that? Carousel. Sorry, that came out wrong. Carousel. <laughs> I, I, I literally had a slip of the words. Um, can can I okay? I'm, I'm I, I just like these these questions to ask you guys to to drive some discussion here. Who looks worse on the outside looking in, the Cowboys or the Eagles for sticking with their coaches? Who looks worse? So the, the Eagles are for sure sticking with the Sirianni. Yeah, new play caller sounds like. I. I personally, um, I think it's the Eagles. Well, I was going to say, who looks worse? 
or yeah. what is worse? <laughs> I mean, you could you could interpret it either. I mean, because I'll tell you I, right now. Explain like, explain what you mean by that. Okay, McCarthy staying looks worse because it's right now it's the sensational news, right? Recency bias. Everyone wants to talk about the Cowboys losing crazily to the Packers. They also want to talk the about the Eagles losing. Well, but they aren't talking nearly as much as McCarthy. The the Cowboys are the most one of the most hated teams. It's all over ESPN. People can't believe Jerry Jones is doing it, except for a select few people. But truly, I think it's like Tyler pointed out. I don't think it's that bad of a of a franchise decision for the Cowboys. When it comes to Sirianni, if they are keeping him and they're just changing a play caller, I think it's going to be worse for the Eagles because he lost that team. And okay. what yes. what does what does Sirianni bring to the table, honestly, besides being that feisty. like yeah, the feisty rah rah guy that's like the Philly, he's a Philly dude, like yep. blah, blah, blah. Yep. but he uh, he lost that team, like I said earlier, um, and I <laughs> I don't think a lot of the players respect him. To that's, be honest, and that's a problem. Can I can I bounce off of that because that was going to be my exact point? Is you brought the point up is that he lost the locker room. That locker room right. is in shambles. More so, I think, than is even being reported right now. I, I think there's a lot of guys that are very unhappy. I think there's a lot of weird animosity there with Jalen Hurts and Sirianni and A.J. Brown. And, and it. I mean, you know, they're even making a big thing about Dallas Goddard, which I don't think that was a big deal on the sideline, talking to Jalen Hurts, too. But, like, if you look at that locker room, okay, and you look at some of the, you know, there hasn't been a ton of things in social media about that recently besides – Oh, AJ Brown took all of his Eagle stuff off, you know, of his Instagram page. He deleted his ex account. Like, all right, okay, you know, make of it what you will, you know, speculation. But then I'll go. I'll look at Jake Ferguson, all right, who when they when Jerry Jones came out and defended Mike McCarthy, Jake Ferguson put a uh, a post out there on X of Mike McCarthy dancing in the locker room. Like it shows you that like Mike McCarthy kind of has that team still. You know, he right, hasn't yeah. lost that locker room. Like, the guys still want to play for him. You know? Yes. You could, you, could take, I... you could take Fletcher Cox's comments into consideration, maybe for Sirianni. Like, oh, you know, get out of my face to the reporter and all that stuff. But I think just that, even that anger that Fletcher, Fletcher Cox showed towards that reporter for asking that question, I think was because the reporter may not have been too far off base. And I think he was almost mad at the fact that, like, he was right. You know, and it was after the game and everything else. Like, yep. terrible timing of the of the question. But, like, I mean, who knows? I think McCarthy still has a locker room. I think, to Trey's point, Sirianni does not have that Eagles locker room. And it's going to be it's, – it's, I don't think it's going to get better until something drastic happens. It's going to fester so, in yeah. Philly. So, uh, so you guys are both pretty much saying Eagles looking worse, right, for their franchise? Okay. I, 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 I mean, I, I, think the I, cow- I think the Cowboys look worse. But I think it's going to be worse for Philly. Terry, but don't you think, like, looking at the Cowboys' history, I mean, how long did Mr. 8-8 eight eight Jason Garrett continue to keep his job there? Like, this isn't, like, to me, I'm not I'm not super surprised by it. Um, I just, yeah. I don't know, I'm just not. But I, I, will, I will make a bold prediction. There's a, a lot of traction out there with the Eagles and – AJ Brown on his way out and there's oh, a very absolutely. good there's a very good chance they say the team that is looking at him the most are the Houston Texans. Ooh, I also saw the Titans. Mm. 
that, no, I don't. He I, can't go back. I saw the Titans. They can't get him back. The wrong. That's what I saw. I, I'm just telling you what I saw. I saw Texans. Could you imagine Nico Collins, Tank Dell, and AJ Brown on the same team? That'd be scary. Yeah, but he kind of reminds me of like Andre Johnson. Well, don't you don't you even think that this Eagles team? Remember when the Eagles built that like roster of a super team and then they flopped? Yeah. I mean, that's what they did this year. That's exactly what they did. I mean, everyone's all over them. Oh, my gosh, look at their draft. Oh, my gosh, they got, what is his name, fired. Oh, my gosh, they got, who else? And it, and then they flopped. I, I want I, to add on to that. I think the Eagles tried this, well, Howie and the Eagles tried this experiment of, uh, let's, like, let's become the Georgia Bulldogs. <laughs> and I don't, I don't, it looked like a great strategy and people were giving them so much praise for it, but it did not pay off. No. Keely Ringo, not a good cornerback from Georgia. Nolan Smith, that barely plays. Kobe Dean doesn't per, like provide for the team. Um, is it Jordan Jordan Davis that looks awful? He's just huge. Like, he's, almost too big. He do, he's, he's huge and he can't stop the run with how big he is. It's insane. And the I, only yeah. player that looks like anything worth of anything is Jalen Carter, who's a rookie. Okay, yeah. I also point out one other defender. And to quote Debo, Debo Samuel about Bradbury, trash. <laughs> yeah, yeah, they let you. Yeah, trash. that was, was. You know what it is, Trey. You you can maybe draft all the Georgia players, but what you don't have is you don't have a Kirby Smart up there leading him because that guy knows football. Got more and he like, knows how to motivate like those Kirby's guys. Dumb. <laughs> that was stupid. I don't even. I don't yeah. even get it because Kirby Smart's incredible. Like, what said, do you? Yeah, okay, yeah, said, that's why. That's why I was stupid. No, and I yeah. said no, and I said the Eagles have a Kirby dumb. Oh, I thought you said more like Kirby dumb. I'm like, what the hell, man? That guy is a yeah, guy, that guy is a motivational and and X's and O's genius. I'm in. I'm you not a Georgia fan. Motorboating. <laughs> he's a motorboating. No, no. All right, All right. let's get into uh, super duper divisional weekend. You like that, oh, God, we're, right? sti- we're sticking yeah. with that crap. Oh man. Oh yeah. Super duper. <laughs> Sounds like Barney over there. All right. Tyler, What's uh, before we get into these uh, games one by one, can I give the, the statistics on where the money's at right now? I'd actually prefer not to know the, where the money's at. Yeah, I don't want to hear that. I don't want to yeah. hear that, actually. Because I already know why. We already have our picks. Come on, guys. It's for the listeners. Go ahead. All right. 71% of the money is on the Texans plus nine and a half. And these are the spreads first uh, that have significant differences, I should say. 71% are on the Packers plus 10. 67% are on the Lions minus six, although I think that has now moved up to six and a half. Um, And then as for totals, as for totals, overs, unders, I mean, um, 80% of the the public money is on Buffalo, Kansas City over forty six. Seventy five percent of the blizzard? money it Yeah, bring it on snowballs. Uh seventy five percent of the money is on Baltimore Houston over forty five. Sixty nine. Nice. Uh is percent is on Detroit, Tampa Bay over forty eight and a half. And then 65% is on San Fran versus Green Bay over 50 and a half. Mm. So that is, that is percent of public money and where it's at. So 
Some people live by faith in the public. Uh, some people live by, you know, following, following that public crop. But uh, so in other words, too well. the books, the books love the opposite of what we're saying. Right, Trey, you can correct me if I'm wrong. Like, like you get, for example, yeah. the books are going to love, you know, if the Texans do lose by more than nine and a half, then the book is making some serious dough. <clears throat> yeah, I think, I mean, this is kind of hard to understand and explain, but what what people should bet on is if a higher percentage of the bets are on a certain team, but a higher percentage of them, of the money are on the opposite of that team, then you bet on the money. You follow the money. Huh. So, so, so say the Packers, you said the Packers has a, have 71% of the bets on their plus 10. But say the 49ers have 63% of the money placed on them, you should absolutely bet the Niners because that's where the sharp money is at, the professional gamblers. Hmm. Gotcha. Even, even gotcha. though the public is on the other side. Right. Hmm. Interesting. I, do you guys this find it interesting? No, that's yeah. that's that's interesting. Um, do you find it interesting too that a lot of these games are pretty high in terms of total points? You know, looking at this past weekend, I feel like a lot of the regular season it was like low forties, maybe mid to high thirties, and every single game you. here this week is <laughs> what's that? They're baiting you. But and that's what I'm saying. Like every single game yeah. is over. What I think forty three and a half is the lowest. Well, Tyler, when you when you look at every single team too, you have the actual starting quarterback for that team playing. You know, like like during the regular season, you were seeing totals in the the mid to low thirties in some cases. That's also because teams were on like their third and fourth fourth quarterback. No, it I, felt I'm like. not disagreeing with that. I'm just so, saying, like I like I said, I think there's a big difference. In the regular season, was very very low scoring. Yeah. And I think last weekend was like, holy shit, you know, people are just going off. But which which blew my mind because of all the weather issues. That's exactly it. Yes. Yeah. That's why I was. Well, not only you know, that, it's the playoffs. Like you think teams are going to be like knuckle down, buckling down, and yeah, like I don't know. It's very strange. Yeah. I don't <laughs> yeah. Know. Let's go first game. All right. Yeah, let's do it. First game we got here is the Houston Texans, Baltimore Ravens. Um, so like, if the Texans are in the playoffs, they are automatically the four o'clock game on Saturdays, right? Right. <laughs> no matter what, Texans four o'clock Saturday, right? <laughs> so they're gonna move the Super Bowl four o'clock Saturday. All right, deal. Yeah. <laughs> no, I'm just okay, I'm trying, I, was, I was actually thinking that exact same thing when <laughs> always looking up the times and dates for these games. Yeah. All right. Sorry, Todd. I didn't mean to cut you no, off. No, that's there. all right. Um, so I mean, Texans are. <laughs> Texans are plus nine against the Ravens, who are coming off bye week. Obviously, um, I I'm this I'm very interested to see what happens in this game. Um, I just I think of the Ravens. I don't know. I, th- I think of the Ravens a couple years ago when they had the bye and they came back and Lamar tried to do everything. So I think I mentioned before, like it just didn't. They looked really rusty. So. I'll be interested to see what kind of preparation, you know, D'Amico Ryans gets the guys to do. And, I mean, also it's going to play – obviously one of the best defenses that Stroud's going to face all year. You know, can he stay consistent? Can he protect the ball? You know, not create – you know, not have turnovers and things of that sort. So, I, I'm definitely keeping an eye on this because 
I don't know. I'm not sold. I'm not sold on the Ravens. All right, bias aside, I know, but I'm not sold on them. What? Well, what's your pick? The Ravens to win. To cover to win. Ravens to win. Texans cover nine and a half. Okay. For sure. Oh man, now Tyler's got me second guessing because Tyler is so wrong on the Ravens all year that I was gonna just do basically the opposite of what Tyler says in this game. <laughs> um, I mean, I think that the sourness from Tyler is the Ravens made the Niners look pretty like mediocre. Um, now I think a rematch in a with higher a rematch with higher stakes. Um, I think it could go a different way. I think the Niners could easily, if it's Niners Ravens, uh, I do think the Niners will be favored in, um, in that game. But, uh, I did, I do, I should say, I do like the Texans with the points. Um, I could see this game being a true defensive battle. Um, but I think the Ravens Ravens are content with playing possession football and kicking field goals and, you know, the field position battle, mainly because their head coach is a former special teams coordinator, right? So, and he has the best um, kicker in the league. <laughs> yeah, best kicker in the league. And you know what? I think, once again, this could come back to kind of like what we said with the Miami and Chiefs game is experience coaching in the playoffs matters. Yeah. And I, I don't know. I don't think this is the same Lamar. I know, Ty, you, you want to put it on Lamar and how rusty he looks but Look, you know that's how many is, years. That's is, how many. I know. How many years ago that you're talking about them being the one seed in the AFC? Because I mean, the Chiefs have locked up the one seed almost every year for how many years now? I mean, Mahomes has yet to play a road playoff game. So uh, I'm I'm going Ravens win, but I think I think nine and a half to me is just so much. It's so much. So Texans plus nine and a half for me. Okay. Um. Yeah. I'm, I think the question that everyone's going to ask is which Lamar Jackson is going to show up. Is it the usual postseason Lamar Jackson who he's been there, what, four times and only has one win? Or is it this, this Lamar Jackson that's been there throughout the regular season? Um, honestly, when it comes to my pick, I don't think it matters. Um, I think the Texans are good enough. I think they're going to be prepared enough to cover the plus nine. Uh, but I'm with you guys. I do think the Ravens win the game, ultimately. Oh, wow. Um, I think that their defense is just too good um, in, in, in all aspects. I mean, Kyle Hamilton as a safety, that he's just a freak, a freak of nature, and he's only going to get better yeah. as the years go on. Um, you want to up Smith from, the end there. Yeah, but I, I, I think he'll be all right, all yeah. things considered. Roquan Smith and, uh, what, Patrick Queen, just two <laughs> very athletic linebackers that can do everything. Yeah. They can do everything. They yeah. can cover the. Fa- they can cover any running back. They can make a tackle and hit a gap and, and smash people. So um, I just think that's going to overwhelm CJ Stroud and Texans. But I do think that they keep it close enough to cover the nine. Okay. Little little fun fact though, all four playoff games Lamar's played in, the under has hit. Huh. Mm. That's interesting. Good fact. Good fact. Mm-hmm. And Dalvin Cook expected to play. Yeah, how about how that after they cut Melvin Gordon? Well, Melvin Gordon's a fumble. Oh, yeah, I cut Melvin Gordon. He'll get a ring if they win it all, Ty. Don't worry. Will he? 
yeah, they they hell the Colts gave Edger James a Super Bowl ring and, and he wasn't even on the squad. That's stupid. That is kind of stupid. Yeah. You tell right. me you wouldn't take it though. <laughs> All right, we move into the next game. Yes, let's do it. All right. Uh, what's next this game? game? Hey guys, what's this game? <laughs> Don't worry, I'll be tweeting a picture of us out because I did screenshot how we're how we look right now. Um. So, yeah, just be ready. Todd, Todd just crop me out of that because I don't have a team in it. <laughs> <laughs> so yeah, the night game on Saturday. Uh, you have the Forty ers versus the Packers at eight fifteen. Uh, Trent pointed out. Would you say the spread's nine and a half or ten? I think it's uh, latest I saw was nine and a half. Yeah, I saw nine and a half too. That's what I'm still seeing. So it's slowly moving in favor of the Packers and all that money going in on them. Yep. Um. I, I mean, I don't know. If me and Trey even have to give picks for this. Like, it is what it is. Uh, I'm taking Niners. I'm taking them minus nine and a half. So, I think. I think you know. This this might be the one time that I wish we had video up right now because like the t- the tension. I can feel it, you know. And oh my gosh, like Trey's not making eye contact with the camera. Uh, Tyler's like looking up, you know. He's not looking at him. Oh, this is this is nuts. I yeah, it's, man. It's an it's a very interesting game. Like I said, there's been there's been a lot of stuff on social media all week. You know. What do you mean, Ty? Well, the ESPN guy from out of Milwaukee, you know, talks about injuring guys on purpose, which is just pathetic. Um, Purdy, Purdy, correction, that was specifically Purdy. I mean, Fred Warner even called him out. He said, "There's no place in this for anybody in any team. Like you don't, you don't wish injuries upon players." And I totally agree with that. I mean, I just, I don't know. I've seen a lot of stuff that that's one man does not. One man that's not affiliated with the Packers at all doesn't represent the franchise. So yeah, I totally agree. You should never try to injure players. Yeah, it was stupid. I hope that guy loses his job. Yeah, I, I totally agree with that. So. Yeah. Just, just some things. I mean, I mean, obviously, there's a lot of hype right now in the Packers. You know, Jordan loves the second coming. You know, of the next uh, greatest quarterback for the Packers. You know, after this pre- previous <laughs> game, he had a great game. Don't uh, get me wrong. Tyler, that, that's that's rich coming from you, Mister Brock Purdy. Did you already put your vote for a Hall of Fame in for him yet? I mean, at least he had a Hall of Fame just, season, though. I mean, what just, I'm looking at Tyler, is that the Packers almost oh, lost to the oh. Bears. Packers almost lost to the Panthers a couple weeks ago. Like, I, I, I don't know. I mean, you had a great game against Dallas, who I think was a fraud most of the season, right, with a fraud in Dak, Dak Prescott. I mean, don't get me wrong. I said, that's, I said the Packers played really that's well. A, that's the two seed in the NFC that you're saying are frauds, huh? Oh, totally. They shouldn't have been a two seed. Yeah. Yeah, NFC's pretty weak. You're right. So, All right. so you want to you wanna say – you want to compare seasons and stats – Brock Purdy had a hundred more passing yards, the same amount of interceptions. He had one less throwing touchdown and four less rushing rushing touchdowns. Okay. So you want to you want to compare stats? You could argue that Jordan Love actually had the better statistical season than Brock Purdy. Well, then look at accuracy. Cole, you, you, you well, can look at look at the accuracy. Though. Oh, so Brock Purdy sixty eight percent, Jordan Love sixty four percent. Is it that? Is it that drastic? Is it four percent? Yeah, well, okay, I'd like to give you a little stat. Brock Purdy has the third most interceptions in the league of starting quarterbacks when he's pressured. Mm-hmm. 
So when you get him off his rhythm and he didn't, he, oh, he, he isn't able to see, fulfill, and, that, and that's the social media you, crap that off, I've been seeing. No, that's the social media crap that they're all rhythm, saying. When you get him off his rhythm and he's not able to fulfill his system duties as a quarterback, then he yeah he throws interceptions. Watch, so, watch, watch him under pressure. Go ahead and watch the tape of him under pressure because there's also I stuff did. out there. I watched, I watched him in the Ravens and he threw four picks. Mm-hmm. Okay, and he was a lot of pressure there. Go ahead, we will, we will see. Yeah, we will see. You got to get mean, pressure on him though. Like I said, we got nothing to lose, so we're playing with house money. You got you. You said the spread was going to be thirteen and a half this week. Okay. So all I'm saying is, you, you, I mean, rightfully so. We got, like I said, you, you might think we're hyped and the beer bet media favorite. No, I'm not beer betting. I'm not doing that. Thirteen and a half. Thirteen and a half. Tyler, Let's do Tyler it. Talks a lot of Tyler talks a lot of criticism and wants to bring up. Uh, a single ESPN reporter's opinion about this game and act like Adam it's personal. So. Okay, well, it's one man. It has no affiliation with the Packers franchise. He's just from the area. It's just dirty. No, maybe you have that guy. Maybe that guy needs to reevaluate his values. Yeah, but not the Packers. <laughs> we'll see. All right, so Tyler gave Tyler gave his pick. Tyler, you're on Niners minus nine and a half. I am as well, Trent. Good. You're wait, oh Trey, you're just Trey. Would you actually I'm, bet that? Like, come on. Well, no, no I'm not going to bet on the game. But if what I had to, what make if I make that my daily recipe? <laughs> well, I still won't bet it. <laughs> I'm kidding. I'm joking. I wouldn't do that. Just like Trent and oh, I wouldn't man. bet the North Carolina Dukes. No, but, no, but in all, in all, in all real, yeah. okay, in all reality, Trent, let's think about it. Like. Why wouldn't you bet the Niners minus nine and a half or minus nine, whatever it is? Because the Packers are the highest have, team in football right now. I I, I, I think Trey. Well, I, I you, just, get, you just called him. I, you just called him a fluke, Tyler. You just talked crap no, on I, him, saying like everyone thinks they're so hot. No. Jordan Love had. No, I said he had a great game this past game. I said the, the Dallas Cowboys were frauds. Okay, well that's not the that's not the the tone you're giving off. But go ahead, Trent. Um, I I, I think you know it, it's. A little bit like most sports in the sense that typically it's college basketball that they talk about this. But I think it's about peaking at the right time. You know, I really do. And I think, you know, Packers snuck in with, what, a 10-7 and record overall. They had some bad losses. Were they 9-8? I thought they were 10-7, sorry. Um, You know, rough record overall. Took some growing pains early on in the season. But, you know, it's, it's... once again, you have a, a road playoff game under your belt. Um, maybe it was against an uh, overrated Dallas Cowboys team, but I'm, I'm not going to take that away from the Packers. The Packers went into a, another team's home stadium, Jerry's World. Uh, yep. America's, America's team with the playoffs, you know, youngest team, and they won. They, they didn't just win. They kicked the shit out of them. I mean, that's, that's, that was a good old-fashioned ass-whooping. Um, so Trey, I, I just, I, I think, I honestly think the Packers are going to be able to score some points in this game. That's where I'm leaning. Um, I think they're gonna be able to score points and I think it could be the nine and a half is such a, a frustrating spread. I love 10. Um, I really love 10, but I'm, I'm going Packers nine and a half. However, if I'm going to pick my favorite bet right now with some, I think decent, Decent juice or odds in case you're unfamiliar with juice. 
Um, I like the Green Bay Packers team total over 17 and a half for minus 148. Because I do believe, I do believe whether maybe it's garbage points or whatnot, depending on where the game's at, but I think points will be scored um, often in this game. And I think the, and that's where, Tyler, you might disagree because I know your defense is really strong out there in San Fran. But I think uh, I think this chess match, the chess matchup between between you know the the originator of Kyle Shanahan and his coaching tree, Matt Lafleur. Hold on, you know on. The it's going to be tree is is the dad. No, it's not. Okay, yes, but, it is. It's the it's the Redskins team. It's simple. It's similar trade. Don't get me wrong, but I, I'm still going to sit there and say. Kyle Shanahan now has had he's made those guys these young guys that are in the league. It wasn't it wasn't his dad that made LaFleur, McDaniel, and all that. It was it was Kyle. Um uh, so yeah. Well, LaFleur LaFleur and Kyle Shanahan are the exact same position as the Washington Redskins. Uh no. They have the same influence. LaFleur did not come from Kyle Shanahan. Don't don't try to get no? that going. They're they're the same exact generation of, of coaches that came out Absolutely. i would i would say it's a little bit under the shanahan tree the, nah. the kyle shanahan yeah mike, but anyway yeah, mike shanahan hey mike listen here's the thing is i do believe that that you know they they know they know what they run they could probably call each other's plays just by watching the film um but yeah, yeah i think yeah, the packers are going to be able to score team total green bay 17 and a half points take it some people might say that he's under him is because he was the quarterback's coach for the Falcons when Shanahan was the offensive coordinator. He was also the quarterback's coach at the Redskins when Shanahan was there. Okay, so I'm saying that's why he's under him. Well, I wouldn't say well, under him. I, I, I don't so, know. We'll, real, we'll... real quick, um, I do. I think it comes down to rushing, uh, stopping the run. I know the Packers have given up one of the most 200-yard games this year uh, from a several rushers. Uh, so, if, you know, they can't stop McCaffrey. You know, if Niners are going to have to stop Aaron Jones. I think it does come down to the run game. Um, Tyler, no fear no fear of rust from your end because, I mean, when you get teams that get to play a game versus a team that I know the health factor, especially for your team right now, is important with McCaffrey being banged up. You don't you don't think there's a chance of momentum versus rust there? No, I'm, I'm not. I don't know. I'm not too concerned about it. Um, I think Pretty the fact that alive. The fact that taking a snap in three weeks against another defense. The fact that yeah, he's also playing one of the number, top defenses at practice. So, but I think coming into it, I mean, they're they're as healthy as they've been all season. The only person that's literally out this week is Clell and Farrell, um, every and Hafunga, who's done for the season. But like besides that, they're getting everybody back. Juwan's back. All the special teams guys are back. All the linebackers are back. Uh, the offensive line's all back. Like everybody's back. Uh, this is the healthiest they've actually been all season, which is kind of scary to think about in a good way. Um, yeah, I, I don't know. I, I think it does come down to stopping the run. I think a player to keep an eye on in this game too, to Trent, kind of your you know total points over bet kind of thing. Uh, keep an eye on George Kittle. His receiving yards are fifty-two and a half minus one twenty-five right now in DraftKings. Uh, he only has three touchdown catches total in all playoff games that he's played in. So keep an eye on him. Maybe an anytime touchdown thing wouldn't be a bad steal uh, to throw maybe somewhere in a parlay or something. So keep an eye on that. 
Yeah. All right. I mean, all things considered, roster to roster, Niners should wipe wipe the floor with the Packers. Um, if you're going based on other variables other than rosters and, and health, then yeah, it could be a close game. We'll, I, guess, I guess we'll see Saturday. So, <laughs> Yes, we will, won't we? Hey, enjoy it. Enjoy it, okay? Except the playoff game. On. Honestly, it's Trey, I don't think I mean, it's, it's Tyler. A, it's a, it was a rebuild year. You guys are Super Bowl or bust. Well, they're going to be it's there. Super Bowl or bust. We, we, weren't even, we weren't even supposed to be here. Oh, don't use that. But, hey, Trey, I would say I would say Tyler's not going to talk smack to you, but I would avoid seeing our nephew Owen for a couple weeks. He would. I'm kidding. Nothing to lose. That's literally a loser's comment. We have nothing Tyler, to lose. We're playing for nothing to lose. Tyler, you guys are a super hey. team that has five 1,000-yard people on your roster. So, like, you're getting you a guys safety should net. beat us by, you guys you should beat us by 20. You guys should beat us by might, 20. We have happen. our average age happen. is 24 years old. <laughs> excuses, excuses, excuses. Okay, we'll, we'll see. Like I said, I'm I'm happy with our season no matter what. So Good. I'm glad you guys have to win the Super Bowl. And they will. Okay. All right. All right. Next game, Bucks Lions, Sunday at three o'clock. Uh, right now, where it sits, Buccaneers are plus six and a half, uh, which I did not realize. I don't know. That's seems a little steep. You guys agree with that? After the uh, after no, li- previous game? Lions by Lions by thirteen. Okay. Wow. I was gonna say Lions by double digits for sure. You guys want beer about it? Yes, I'll take I'll take minus six and a half. Yeah, no, the thirteen. That's you just said thirteen. I was going to take the thirteen because no, Trey no, said no, Trey said no. Trey said double digits. You said thirteen. I said then let's beer bet it. No, okay, I'm, not I'm, not, four, I'm not taking four. I'm not giving you. I'm not giving you seven <laughs> points. You want to you want to double the spread? That's ridiculous. All right, then give me yeah. ten. No, no. I'll give I, you six and Tyler, a half. Hey Tyler, I'll give you. I'll give you that if you give me thirteen and a half Packers. No, I'm not. I'm not betting on that game, Trent. Oh, oh, well, you know. talk to talk to your other brother there, buddy. Yeah. What? What? Why talk to me? <laughs> All right, so you guys are on Lions minus six and a half. I'll take. Yep, I'll take go. Bucks plus six and a half. Uh, and I'll better. take. But I'll take Lions to win. Sharp. Yeah, I'll take Lions win. Sharp. Let's go. Beer bet it. No, I told you I'll do it at ten. And I, I'll do it at ten. Because you both said double you digits, won't. and now you won't take it. So, jokes on you. That's so, that's so stupid. Oh, you sound like Trent. <laughs> oh, wait, Trey. I was sticking up for you, and now you're taking a jab yeah, at you, me. But you do this. But you do the same thing. He makes comments, and then he backs out. Who? No, he, he always tries to get Tr- advantage on the me? line. Yeah. I'm sorry. I'm sorry, guys, that you guys owe me like a freaking case of beer. I don't, hey, I don't, it ain't my that's, fault. That's you don't anymore because you paid me up with a 12-pack. <laughs> I think, I owe, you, I, think I owe you six, Trent. Yeah, you do. You, it's guys, okay, you guys both owe me one. Yeah. So, no. let's, let's Actually, Trey owes me though. two. So I have a little fun fact about this game, and it doesn't help my my Lions bet necessarily. But would you guys believe that the Bucks have the longest playoff appearance streak in the NFC, which is four years, 
Um, in those four years, they have six playoff wins in that stretch. That's only behind one other team, and that's Kansas City. Huh. So the Buccaneers, you know, they, Tyler, you're right. They might be overlooked. Six and a half might seem like a lot. Um, and it could, I mean, with their playoff history, it sounds like it. But I just think the Lions got a good thing going right now, to be honest with you. Well, to $1,600 for a ticket to go to that game. What? Wow. Oh, that's like super. That's like Super Bowl ticket. Yeah. Hey, you know what? Thirty, thirty some year playoff game drought. Guess everybody, everybody's trying to be there. This, if they get a win this season, it would be the first time since 1957 that they won two playoff games in a season. Wow! Wow! That's crazy. That's crazy. I mean, I'm not gonna lie. It, like to be able to see. Like, I think what makes most sense for the NFL to be able to watch the Lions, Lions, Niners, and then the the Ravens, Bills, I think, I think that would be an unbelievable conference championship weekend. Um, I'm just saying, like, that, that would draw in the most viewers and money. I'm not saying that's going to happen, but I'm just saying, like, like those are some... Those are some powerful matchups right there. Because in reality, Lions should be the two seed right now. Um, and that's what I was I mean, saying about Dallas. Dallas shouldn't have been the two seed. Yeah, yeah. That that whole blow. That whole blow. That's easy to say after the first round of the playoffs. Prior to that, Dallas was hot. If it wasn't they for were, the, but, if it wasn't for that, the the call in lineman they, guy, they would have been the two. They had sixteen home. They had a sixteen home game win streak. Prior to the playoffs, Tyler. But Trey, was but, Trey, a what, two seed. but Trey, what I'm saying is that if it didn't come down to that official not making that call correctly, the Lions are the two seed. That's literally the yeah, difference. That's a, that, okay, that's a good point, but still. You, I mean, you can't sit there and say it's talent-wise, oh, the Lions should be... Uh, not saying talent-wise. Yes, makes them... Okay, I'm yeah. saying that yeah. tiny little X factor. Now, again, people are like, oh, it doesn't matter now. I think that's bullcrap. Like, that would have put them at the two seed. Yeah. Yeah. So, all right. That, that so, I, we're, that we're, I agree with. we're all on board with the Lions. Yes. Trey and I have them winning by double digits, but uh, they're but definitely covering six Batman. and a half. So, so Tyler, you're on no. minus six and a half or what? No, Buccaneers plus six and a half. So, we're not all on the Lions. No, but I think the Lions well, are going to win. Winning. Oh, yeah. Hold on. So you're all you're both double digit wins, but you you still won't beer bet me. Nope. Wow. Like no. make, make that make sense. Because you're trying to get four free points. I'm not. I'm yeah. Not cool Ellie, Trey, he tried for freaking doubling the spread. I'm making yeah. a bold statement. I, I am confident in it, but you think I'm going to go on like DraftKings right now and place a wager for Lions? You know, minus thirteen. No, I'm going to take him at six and a half. Like old Trent would. It's just no old old, old Trent would not do that. <laughs> There's no no former Trent would do that. Trent, no, actually, I, I'm not going to lie, guys. I actually took the Bucks in a parlay. I took the Bucks minus one and a half. Oh, sorry, sorry, Bucks Bucks plus one and a half for positive money. So 
I did kind of do that, but it wasn't that big of a difference. So, all right, let's go. This is probably the. You meant the Lions plus one and a half. No, no, no. Bucks, Bucks, three plus three and a half, and I took them for just plus. I took them for less points. So I took an alternative spread. So I actually got them for better value. Does that make sense to you or no? Yeah, I got you. Yeah, it does. It's just weird. Okay. Yeah, I got it. I got it to boost my odds. Yeah, that, damn, I'm I'm freaking I'm freaking razor sharp, man. All right, you guys, ready? Actually, if you guys would if you guys would have seen my B teaser from last week, I was far from that. <laughs> Woo. Woo. My B teaser got ripped up. Oh, <laughs> hey, oh yeah, <laughs> a fissure. Oh my. Oh god, that's pretty graphic. Okay, you're such a healthcare professional. Like, what is that? All right, last game of the of the super duper divisional wild. Nope, sorry, super duper divisional weekend. There you go, divisional wild card. I don't know. I just like saying super wild card. It was combined it all together. Uh, We got the Chiefs and the Bills Sunday at six thirty-five. In Buffalo. This is this is the one, right? This is the one that the NFL was like. Oh, thank God. And we oh, get yeah. to have Tony Romo call it, right? Yep. Um, I'll tell you what. I, I mean, I got a couple statistics here for you before we go into our picks. Oh, I got a, I got a few too, Trent, so let's hear right. yours. Do any of them relate right, to so, Hockey League? No. no. No, I don't. Okay, so you, you share those times. That's going to piss me off. Yeah, I'll pull that up. Ooh. Don't worry. <laughs> there he is. There's there's that. No, I'm yep. so tired of the refs. I'm telling you right now, I'm hating – Patrick Mahomes more and more as yep. the as the years go on. Oh, yeah. And he's whiny. I know people talk about yeah, he's 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 Tom Brady 2.0 when it comes to whining about penalties. And I'll tell you what, people I like Tom Brady now, but back then he was a whiny little b-word that yeah. they made rules for and they protected and Patrick Mahomes is getting the same treatment and I hate it. Yeah. He gets here. pushed he gets pushed he gets pushed <laughs> over at the end of a play. It's a roughing the passer, no matter what it is. Yep. He looks at the refs after every single play if he gets breathed on, just like Tom Brady did, and I hate yep. it. Like, yep. and I'm, I know he's the poster boy of the NFL, and and they probably make more money when he's involved or whatever. And now they can flaunt Taylor Swift, or I'm sorry, I'm sorry for bringing her up. Can't believe you said it. Who? That's my bad. That's my bad, That's my bad Tyler. It's all right. I forgive you. Tr- Trent's got a big grin on his face, but I apologize. So um, what? No, guys, you guys, anyway, you guys act like I'm all like, oh my gosh, like anyway, I'm not even a fan. You, you, you saying that there's a referee right. action in this game, Tyler, makes me very upset. Well, there is, there is huge. Some... If Tyler, Tyler, I hope you, Tyler, go ahead and share that before I share my all stats. Right. In quick. the four games that Sean Hockley has refed against Josh Allen's Bills, they has called forty penalties for three hundred and forty-seven yards. Jesus. Yeah. Yeah. So it's bad. That's, hey, how many games? Four games. Four games. For 370? No, 347. 40 penalties in four games for 347 yards. So just keep that little statistic in your back pocket there when Tyler, things get out of send hand. Send me that because I'm going to tweet that. I'm going to tweet that out on a personal account. Okay. Because. I also tweeted this weekend watching the Dolphins game how I'm becoming a hater of Patrick Mahomes the more and more I watch him. Hmm. 
Agreed. You also have, yeah, okay. All right, home, ready? Home teams are sub-500 last five years with Hockey as a referee. Uh, unders are 45-34 and 34 with Hockey as a referee. Kansas City has been more successful than Buffalo has with him as a referee. So, just some things to... No, I know. Uh, I'd like to give a quick shout-out to a an X account here. It's at NFL Ref Stats 1. So, God bless them. Yeah, that's pretty cool. Do they, do they, list, all, do they list all their personal information? <laughs> <laughs> no, that's, what, that's what we're doing next year. <laughs> Home address, how many children they have, what daycare they go to. Like, <laughs> this, is the other, this is his other job, and this is his boss's email. <laughs> Tyler's, like, ready to give, like, you know, their, their license plate number and what they drive to work every day that one episode. <laughs> it's like, okay, Ty, we're literally doxing. Doxy NFL referees, but you know what? After this year, I think they deserve it. But uh, Trick, let's hear your stats because I I have some stats to share. So my stats are all centered around the quarterback matchup. They are three and three versus each other overall. Um, Mahomes two and zero versus Allen in the playoffs. Uh, They're past all six matchups that they've been score wise. Give you a little insight here. Uh, the games that the Chiefs have won, Chiefs have won 26-17. They've won 38-24. Uh, it was that legendary, you know, however many seconds left. Like, what the hell are you thinking, Buffalo? That was 42-36 to in overtime. Um, and then you've got the ones that the Bills have won. You know, they won a big one at 38-20 to uh, at one point. They won 20-17. to and then I think the controversial one this year was twenty four twenty. I think so. I think that was the controversial one. It might have been the twenty seventeen one. I'm not sure. You don't mind the but, offensive uh, yeah. offsides? Uh, yeah, the offensive offsides one. Yeah. Wasn't yeah. That so three and three and three. Mahomes though has the playoff edge, but then again, I I, I mean I feel like everyone all the money is going to be, and I think I read that correctly you know what i didn't read that uh, but the money is coming in pretty heavy public wise on the chiefs uh to get Mahomes as a dog people people are gonna people are gonna take that so um but it's first true road game in the playoffs hmm. yep yeah so yeah, you, yeah i was gonna say that train you touched on it earlier it's Mahomes' first true playing at a different stadium during a playoff game of the opposite team the Super Bowl, I'm not counting the Super Bowl. I mean, that's a neutral site for me. Um, but, yeah, out of his 16 previous playoff games, this is his first away game, which is very impressive for a quarterback. Um, but the stats that I wanted to touch on are, first one is that the Bills, since 1970, have the best home playoff record of any team in the NFL at 14-2. and two. Okay? So that's, that's, that's not a fluke. 14-2 is above the law of averages in my eyes. Um, the other thing I want to point out is that Mahomes and Allen have played each other. I, to be honest, I think this matchup has become the Tom Brady, Peyton Manning, Colts, Patriots matchup of the AFC. I mean, it is so comparable. It's what people want to see because it's the two best quarterbacks, I think, in that in that conference or that side of the uh, conference. And, uh, I mean, it's really living up to that hype because Mahomes has his number in the playoffs for sure. Mm-hmm. 
it's almost like Allen's Manning and Mahomes is Brady. <laughs> and we just talked about the comparison of penalties and whining they are, so it's just fitting. But um, the one statistic I want to touch on is Mahomes and Allen have played each other six times. Five of them have been at Kansas City. So Ooh, five of the six. They've pl- they've yeah they've wow. played one game in Buffalo. Okay. Okay. And it was in 2020 during the COVID season when Buffalo was not allowed to have fans in the stands. Huh. That's pretty wild. So yeah. this could be a rude awakening for Patrick Mahomes. To be he, honest with you, his interview um, too. Whether, he tried to sound confident, but you can tell he was a little. You know, oh, their fans yeah. are good. It's a great atmosphere. Yeah. It's a great atmosphere. He kept right. saying that. Right, so uh, the weather's not going to be a factor at all. They both play in freezing cold temperatures. Buffalo and Kansas City know what to do. They can they can both game plan for it. No one has an advantage there. I truly think the advantage is going to come with the crowd and Patrick Mahomes' first road playoff game, never being in a Buffalo crowd. That, that matchup is huge for the NFL. I would like to see what tickets are for that, Trent, to be mm-hmm. honest with you. It's got to be over a grand. So, with that being said, I am taking the Bills and the points. Bills minus two and the, and the win. Yes. Minus, minus two and a half? Sorry, minus two and a half. Yeah. Yeah. Yep. Trent? I I actually, with the value that you can get it, I, I'm – I'm going to pass up on the points and the couple extra cents that you could win or dollars you can win. Uh, I'm going Bill's money line minus it's like minus one forties. So okay. I just, I don't know. I mean, I think they're the, I think besides the Packers, I think the bills are one of the hottest teams in the NFL. Uh, I'm, I'm staying true to my pick from the beginning of the season. Uh, so I will take the chiefs plus two and a half and the chiefs also to win. Whoa! I think Sean. I think Sean Boy. Shawnee Boy Hockley is going to have a little too much to say. Want, want a beer bet that Tyler? Yeah, Tyler. Let's go. Let's go straight up money line. Chiefs Bills. You, yeah, yeah. you said you said Chiefs to win. I'm saying Bills to win. I say Bills to win too. I'll take it because it's. I feel like it's a win-win for me because I really want the Chiefs out. So okay. if the Chief, if the Chiefs lose and I owe a beer, like hey, good riddance. Like I'll do, I'll do it. Beer bet. All right. Look out for the beer bet board. Cheers, cheers. Um, Yeah. yeah. Hey, one other thing that I did share with you guys, too. A couple quick facts here. This was at at underscore ML football. Uh, Shared some Hockey League stats, too. Uh, The Chiefs are 8-2 during the Mahomes era with Hockey League uh, as the referee. (laughs) 2-0, including the playoffs. So, just something else to keep in mind. I hate that because if if there are questionable calls and everything, I, that's that's why that's, that's, that's the reason it's ingrained in your mind. Yep. So we'll so see. Guys, guys, do other than so Tyler, your one dog this weekend to win outright is the Chiefs. Yeah. So, but across the board, we're pretty much like on all favorites, yeah. correct? We're all on the same. I'll chalk, I'll chalk baby. All right. We're all the same. So I'll put the beer bet out there. We're just what do we say? Straight up money line. Yep. Okay. Not gonna give me like two and a half or one and a half. Nope. Nope. Uh, you said money line. <laughs> all right. Pussy. All right. Oh. 
Jeez. <laughs> just kidding. Just kidding. So, Sorry. So vicious. Jeez. I was, I was like, you know, meow, you know. Mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Well, anything else? Good. Nope, Tyler. If uh, the other the other stipulation is Bills win, we get to throw a big old dil- oh, dildo at your face. <laughs> no, we're not gonna do that. That only happens. Come on, I'm gonna slap you right across the lips with the dildo. Yeah. Good luck. <laughs> Sleep with one eye open, yeah. Trey. Uh, why? Oh. Don't worry about it. It's weird. It's creepy. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> he goes, why? Uh, don't worry about it. Why? Tyler, I think, I think this is going to be the last that I talk to you before, uh, well, depending on the outcome, probably until like two weeks, so. <laughs> well. Uh, Easter. Good, good seeing you. Good, uh, best of luck to you, to be yeah. honest. I mean, actually, you don't need, you don't need luck. You I, guys got it. I was going to wish you good luck, so if you don't want to wish me luck, hey, that's fine. Well, I mean, like, wishing you luck is just stupid, like. Now you're starting to sound like those other Packer fans now. Yeah. Jeez. Like David Goliath. Uh, Trent, good talking to you. I'll talk to you soon. Yep, I'll, I'll talk to you, you know, tomorrow and the rest of this weekend and everything. You, know, you yeah. do realize, I'll Trent, probably... you still have to tweet me your, or give me your picks. I'll text Trent. <laughs> you can let you know. Right. <laughs> okay. No, we, we do those. I Trent. You text, you tell Trent your pick, and he texts me. You text me it. So like, I'll just let Trent know. It's not a big deal. Don't don't make anything of it. I got it, guys. I'm used to being the middle guy. It's been my whole life. You know, you know what is interesting though, real quick, is that Trey and I have a pretty severe hatred for football teams. Me and yeah. Trent have a very severe hatred for college basketball teams, with UNC and Duke only. Yeah, only when they play though. Like I actually, this is awful no, to I, admit. I, like. Don't get me wrong. I'm like, not like I don't I don't lose sleep over Carolina losing games, but like, like even like when they're in a big game, like I, I because because you're my brothers, you know, I cheer for your teams, and I don't like to know that you would be upset. So I Trey's end up the being only like one that uh, would never cheer for my team. I I I support his team when they're playing other teams. Trey, hold on, I will stand up for Trey. Trey cheered for the Niners. When you guys were at the Commanders game, uh, I know that, that for a fact. That. He would do that for your, for mainly for your son. I, I, will, right, I, want, to see, I want, want to see my nephew happy. Yeah, now I want to see yeah. him cry. Wow. No, I'm just kidding. <laughs> <laughs> he's sicko. Yeah, he's sicko. Sleep with one eye open, Trey. No, but no, but he he's got he's a bigger crap talker than any of us here. To be honest, hundred percent. I'm not just hundred percent. Hundred percent, he is. Hey, enjoy super duper. Divisional weekend, boys. That's right, baby. All right. right. Uh, Yeah, let's go. Good luck. Hey, Ty. Love you, man, but no buts. I love you. (laughs) Talking to you, man. All right. right. I'll see you. See you guys.